Welcome. This is the She's Capable podcast with Christelle, Shelby, and Ashley. We want to champion you, have real discussions on real issues, and have fun. We want you to thrive spiritually, emotionally, and in your practical life. Welcome back to the She's Capable podcast. This is Shelby, and I'm here again with Ashley and Christelle. Hey. And we're going to just dive uh, further into this topic of femininity. There's so much to unpack with this, and we touched on it in the previous episode a little bit, but we want to unpack even more and go deeper into some different aspects of femininity that we have seen to be so um, important and so talked about with women and just some pain points that kind of come with that too Mm -hmm. and joys that uh, partner in that too. And so, yeah, we're super excited to dive into this topic today. Yeah, with comparison, I think it's such a big pain point. Like we have brought She's Capable just before like Bible study group and chatting with women and asking them like, hey, what is a pain point for you? What's a struggle? And we want to help. A lot of it came up or a lot that came up was on comparison and loneliness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that just wants to come and rob us at any phase of our life. Like whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're engaged, married, mom or not, like however old you are, young you are, I think comparison wants to come in and really it wants to come in and be divisive. And really it can look like pride. It can look Mm -hmm. like false humility. Um, It can even look like fear, I think, in some aspects. Absolutely. Fear, like, I know for me recently, um, and I talked about this in one of my podcasts, like, I was really seeing just this comparison thing come up, even just since becoming a mom, and I was like, what is this? Like, this is not something I've really wrestled with that much. And I'm like, why is it coming up now? Like, it was just, I felt like it was, like, noise in my mind, like, just loud noise, like nagging. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? I don't even feel like myself. Why am I dealing with this? Mm -hmm. And it was like putting myself up against other moms and like my kid against other kids and all this stuff. And I really just kicked that by bringing it into the light and sharing with someone like, hey, this is just something I'm struggling with. And that's a way that I saw it way like go down in my life and the power of it in my life. It's like it just went away because I brought it into the light. Yeah. And I think comparison is expressed in like multiple ways. I think one way is as uh, a woman, like I want to be better than you. I want to put you down to push me forward. I want to compare so that I'm better. Then there's also, I think it comes out in another way, which is like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I don't look mm-hmm. like, internal. Critic. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. I can't fit that mold. I'll never measure up to what mm-hmm. she can do. And so I think comparison works in both ways and each are equally like horrible mm-hmm. and like very debilitating even mm-hmm. of like it, it cripples you from what you are called to do or even what you can walk in or even your joy. It mm-hmm. really steals your joy because you're constantly either fighting for something and that's exhausting or mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself in a different way and saying, oh, I'm just never going to measure yeah. up. And when we have to fight for something, we also have to fight to keep it. Yeah. Right? And that's it's so like, true. we don't need to be doing that because it's God that actually gives us everything. So when he gives mm-hmm. it to us and then it, when he takes it away, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if mm-hmm. it's from him, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we can trust totally. his process mm-hmm. in that. But yeah, I mean, I think with comparison too, it's something that um, can rise its head over and over mm-hmm. in your life. Like mm-hmm. even you're talking about 
being a mom and feeling mm-hmm. that's like you can kind of conquer it when you're young and maybe mm-hmm. there's a different kind of comparison right and it starts from a kid I'm comparing myself to that kid yeah. you know I compare myself to their clothes mm-hmm. or their grades or you know their friends and then it can continue on into adolescence mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know into marriage compare lots of comparison but then when you are conquering it and you become a mom it's like yeah. it just this is one of those things that just never really totally yeah. goes away yeah so don't feel bad if you're dealing with it absolutely totally, right and, and I th- I think too, or go ahead. I was just going to say, well, yeah. just to affirm what Ashley did, yeah. she confessed it. And confessing your sins, James talks about confessing it one to another. Yeah. You do that so that you're healed, right? And sometimes it's really good to find a trusted friend mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then let them pray over you because mm-hmm. it actually says and pray for each other so that you're healed. Then you mm-hmm. can get healed in that area, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and healing comes in layers. So you can get healed mm-hmm. in that layer. Totally. Yeah. And just the power of vulnerability, like that breaks shame. Because I found for me, it was like I was battling comparison and then I felt ashamed of it yeah like, so then oh, I shouldn't tell yeah, anybody because this is embarrassing totally and yeah. just being like, like I, I shouldn't even I should be over this yeah. and like mm-hmm. God designed me to be a mom and like yeah. I'm doing great and like yeah. and I could like counter it with all this like positive talk but really it was vulnerability and speaking it out bringing it to light that broke that and I think comparison can yeah be really triggered by like fear Mm -hmm. like Shelby was saying or disappointment in our own life Mm -hmm. like wow where I am now is not where I thought I would be but where they're at is actually where I thought I would be and then and then it can just sabotage too I find like in my own life, it can sabotage friendship. It can mm-hmm. sabotage those yeah. moments and those opportunities of really celebrating who you're around mm-hmm. and your friends, your husband. Yeah. Um, and really, like, I, for me, something that I've done just really practically mm-hmm. to counter it is I start, when whenever I start, like, battling it, I'm like, okay, who can I champion right now? Mm, And so I'll just ask the Lord, like, what are you saying about this person? Or what are you saying about this friend? Like, what is your heart for her? Mm -hmm. And then just hearing truth over that friend or over, you know, whoever it is. And then I'll just reach out to them and share it. Be like, hey, this is what I hear God saying over your life. And just releasing encouragement and and just moving in the opposite spirit and really championing people instead mm-hmm. of constantly grinding out this thing of how can I be better? And yeah. Like what totally. Shelby was saying earlier. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too even comes back to like identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found even for me, uh, when I don't feel good about myself or like when I'm struggling with my identity or I, I lose sight of who God has created me to be mm-hmm. in those day in and day out or I feel like I haven't accomplished things that's when I start to uh, dip into comparison mm-hmm. and so I think what it really it, a lot of it is rooted in is like having a strong identity mm-hmm. and knowing who God has created you to be because if if we know who we are and we know we're like a child of God we mm-hmm. know we are loved we mm-hmm. know we are loved by God but by others as well if you know mm-hmm. that then it it puts you in a place where you don't have to compete with somebody. You don't have to compare because you know like, oh, I'm valued in and of myself, no matter if I do anything for the Lord or for others, whether I accomplish things, whether I succeed according to this world's standards, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because I am valued in and of who Mm -hmm. I am. Um, And so I think as we have revelation of that, it actually um, helps us to not compete and compare. And that's not to say that I don't want to put you as listeners in an identity crisis, like you have a terrible identity, but like all of us deal with that at different times and you can have a strong identity, but have points in your life where you're walking in weakness and you're Mm -hmm. walking in lies and believing those things. And Mm -hmm. so, um, it's really important to then 
like come face to face with those and like you said address them as you see them head on and go after those things in your life because you don't want to live in that feeling mm-hmm. of comparing yeah and one thing that I did to counter comparison mm-hmm. which is actually really similar to what you did um it was actually I, I looked at the word of God when I was reading and one of my favorite chapters is Philip well my favorite one of my favorite books is Philippians <laughs> but one of my favorite chapters in Philippians is chapter four and it's kind of the mental health chapter they call mm-hmm. it and in four, I believe it's verse eight, it says to think on these things. And Paul gives a list of the things to think on. It says mm-hmm. whatever is true, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. And he just goes on, you know, to uh, whatever is lovely. And he goes on to this whole list of how to think and what mm-hmm. to think on. And mm-hmm. I was yeah. reading that one day. I was like, what are all these things? Mm-hmm. You know, what is true? What is lovely? What mm-hmm. is excellent? What is praiseworthy? And I began to kind of tear it apart, grab some commentaries, started looking at what each word meant. And the word that struck me the most, and I think it relates to comparison, was the word lovely. Mm. And the word lovely actually means to think beneficial thoughts about another. Mm. And when you do that, what he's saying there is when you think thoughts that are lovely. So if I'm looking at Shelby sitting across from me here, and I'm thinking you know, attributes about her life that are lovely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it actually will bring forth those attributes in my own life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's really a, praiseworthy is actually similar. Praiseworthy is attributes about another that mm-hmm. are worthy of praise, that are worthy of going to them and being like, that's awesome. I love mm-hmm. that about you. And when you do that, there's, you know, this, there's a spiritual principle that's released in your life. There's something supernatural that actually allows for that particular thing to be cultivated and to grow in your own heart and life so you can really cut out the fangs so to speak of you know the enemy's bite on you when it comes to comparison Mm -hmm. those words he whispers you remove the power Mm -hmm. of that when you do um, champion someone else or Mm -hmm. even if you don't tell them it Mm because that chapter talks about think on these things yeah you know things that are lovely I like to now ever since I understood that it was a really a revelatory time for me it hit me ever since I understood that I began to instead of seeing the negative things in mm-hmm. people, which mm-hmm. is so easy, I began to look at qualities. Okay, what's the quality I want mm-hmm. to take from her in yeah, a good way? Yeah. Yeah. What does she have that I don't mm-hmm. have? And that's things that are lovely. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because as soon as I started doing that, I began to be able to pull from people around me so I could grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think then really that's the posture of honor and honoring the people in your life and honoring the women especially that God has placed in your life. And it's that whole, yeah, just principle of what you focus on, what you behold, you become. So if I'm going to look at somebody else and be like, wow, just tear her down in my mind, I'm really going to reap the benefit or the fruit of Mm -hmm. that and that's not beneficial, that's not good fruit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be speaking negatively and thinking negatively and and I think too with comparison it can come out as um as negativity and as sarcasm too and and as a way of like maybe putting myself higher than somebody else Mm -hmm. and being like mocking yeah Yeah. like exposing weaknesses well and and really it reveals self-hatred and yes because if you can't totally if you can't lift up someone else and champion someone else then you're really not liking yourself yeah right yeah that's the reality of that yeah that is wow that's so true yeah (laughs) i I, haven't heard those things connected before self-hatred and comparison and I really see that well yeah how those are buddies <laughs> that's like rooted in in that identity stuff yeah. again right yeah. like yeah. I don't feel good about myself so I can't feel good about you yeah. and it doesn't mean because we're all on a journey of growth right it doesn't mean that 
we have all have areas where we're unhealthy and healthy oh, yeah. and it's yes. simultaneously happening. Okay. So just yeah. because you have to say, man, I struggle with comparison today in that area, yeah. doesn't yeah. mean you're not healthy in another. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, I think sometimes we want to be doing all awesome or all terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the old me and this is the new me. Mm-hmm. I used to have that. No, it reality is we're going to struggle with these things every day because yeah. we're being sanctified, right? Yes. We're being made new by the renewing of our mind, which I'll mm-hmm. be a whole nother subject. But I just want to read it. Second uh, Corinthians 10, 12, which I love this. It says, when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. And I think we want to be women that are wise because mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. the the fear of the Lord and really caring what God thinks is the beginning yeah. of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And we want to care what God thinks with this stuff, totally. right? What does he think about that woman in front of us? What mm-hmm. does he think about that thing that we're comparing mm-hmm. ourselves to? What does he think about us? Totally. And instead of comparing to others, comparing ourselves to the mirror of the word of God yeah. is mm-hmm. a way better way to do it. Well, and I think really too, powerful. like even being really real, I think that it's easier for me even to compare myself or um, even to champion somebody than another person. Like it actually depends on the person too. Mm-hmm. And that's like another thing, like you were saying, it's not even always just seasons like, oh, I'm doing really well, not mm-hmm. dealing with comparisons. Sometimes it's even like specific people trigger that in you mm-hmm. or yeah. like, oh, that girl drives me nuts. So when she succeeds, I'm like, oh, that's annoying. Like mm-hmm. that's also, there's been different points in my life that I have had those people in my yeah. life where you're like, oh, when they succeed, I can't celebrate them. But this mm-hmm. person, oh, she's awesome. I can celebrate mm-hmm. her. Um, and that's also, those. there's different aspects of mm-hmm. that. And like, yeah, you were saying, Chriselle, it's not just, oh, I'm good. I've, I've dealt with comparison. I've overcome it. There's different mm-hmm. seasons. There's different I wish we moments, just different yes. aspects where it's like, oh, I can celebrate you. Oh, now I can't. And mm-hmm. just checking those things in your yeah. heart and on a consistent basis and really working to um, honor the Lord with those mm-hmm. things. Well, I think this wise. is where it leads to competition, right? Mm-hmm. Once you compare, then, oh, immediately if I compare, well, then I'm going to compete, yeah. right? And so when we see comparison you know, rearing its head in our life, Yeah. then we have to um, understand that competition's right around Mm -hmm. the corner. Totally. And so we really want to be careful with that. Well, and I think another major thing that goes with comparison is loneliness. And I think that a huge struggle with loneliness is just... Um, we we go into like self-protect mode. As soon mm-hmm. as we hit comparison and competition or I can't measure up, I can't mm-hmm. deal with this, I actually shift into like, okay, well, I'm going to isolate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to self-protect. I'm going to be alone because I can't succeed or I'm comparing myself to you. And so mm-hmm. that actually leads into the other thing that a lot of women talked about as we and we've dealt with is loneliness. And we can really put ourselves mm-hmm. in a box where we don't bring anybody mm-hmm. in. I think recently um just dealing with comparison and working through that specifically in this season loneliness really tagged on to that and I was like really hating it I was like I'm not a lonely person Mm -hmm. like are you kidding me I love friends I love community it's something I'm so passionate about Mm -hmm. and it's like it just exposed my humanity Mm -hmm. in a place where God could come and I could just receive his love and he could heal that part of me but what I realized in that struggle with loneliness is that it was an invitation to really get in that almost like a river of love and I like Mm -hmm. to picture it I like to actually picture myself getting into this river and being like right now I'm in the river of love and this is me just soaking up God's love for me Mm -hmm. because loneliness it exposed a part of my heart where I needed Jesus to come and encounter me and to come and and help me become whole again in that area and really I saw loneliness as a gift 
Yeah. And as an invitation yeah. to really draw deeper in my relationship and my friendship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, whoa, this this loneliness I could resent, but that's actually not going to confront it. It's yeah. not going to help. Because totally. then I'll just be in a head, head-to-head collision consistently with mm-hmm. it. Being in a room and feeling like I'm alone here. I'm alone here. But people are talking to me. But I'm still alone here. Like yeah. that whole thing. You can live like that. Yeah. So it's just like really letting the Lord love me. So it's like love flows from the Lord and then it's in me. And then I get to love myself. And then I get to give that away. That's it doesn't cool. just end here. Mm-hmm. So that journey of, of loneliness, I think sometimes it can come with like freak out, just invite friends into my life and mm-hmm. like yeah. people, people, people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, this is actually an invitation yeah. where yeah. I could grow in intimacy with the Lord mm-hmm. and he could really deal with something deeper mm-hmm. um, than me just putting a bandaid on it mm-hmm. of friendship. And, and so like, that's for me what loneliness has kind of looked like in yeah. that journey. I don't know for y'all. Well, like, I was just thinking, I was actually having a coffee just this morning with a yeah. friend who's single and we were talking about loneliness that came wow. up and she you know we were talking about loneliness isn't simply for people who are single yeah it, it you know yeah. you can be married so and be lonely true. which is yeah. extremely sad and it's something I think she didn't totally realize yeah you know you can be a mom and be completely lonely which we do hear that a lot because moms are at home a lot but they have a lot of kids around yeah. them and but yet they feel lonely um, we can have people who have a lot of friends and they actually counter loneliness kind of like to go mm-hmm. with what you're saying by mm-hmm. having a lot of friends to mm-hmm. fill the, mm-hmm. that void. And I think it boils down to, at least for me, because I've had seasons in all of those, mm-hmm. you know, single, mm-hmm. married, a lot of kids. Kids were little, now they're older. If you don't deal with the issue of loneliness, yeah. you know, get to the mm-hmm. root of that, which is truly understanding that you're never alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that God is with you. He yeah. actually gave his spirit to live inside yes. of you, his indwelling presence. Yeah. Jesus yeah. actually said, it's better that I go and I send my spirit. Yes. You know, and, and Psalm 139 says, where can I flee from your presence? You know, where yeah. can I go? He mm-hmm. just goes on and on, like go to the depths, you are there. You know, mm-hmm. I can never get away from you, God. Yeah. And I think when we understand that he's his closest conversation, yeah. right? Absolutely. Like he's right there and even the moments where I feel lonely, mm-hmm. like it's a red flag. I'm like, I feel that. Yeah. Immediately I know mm-hmm. I can't I can't fix this with friends. Yeah. I can't fix yes. this with my husband, Antonio. Yeah, I can't absolutely. yank from him yeah. to fill mm-hmm. a void yeah. because mm-hmm. I've tried that. Yeah. You know, I've tried pulling from him to mm-hmm. fill needs of in that area. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. He can't provide that for me and it's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've just realized this is the Lord and mm-hmm. only he can fill that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also think there's a whole nother angle on it too of like, if you have gotten to that place where you've come before the Lord and you've dealt with those things in your heart and that has exposed it and maybe you're in a transition or a different period and you're like, okay, I genuinely just don't have friends and I want mm-hmm, friends. Mm-hmm. I've seen that too. And even in my own life, in my podcast that was about me, I talked about moving off the mission field mm-hmm. back to the U.S. and having no friends and like a transition. And I remember being lonely, but I got to the point where I was like, okay, I actually need to make friends and Mm -hmm. I need to actually step out of my comfort zone and initiate because I think a lot of women, whether you're single, married, kids, Mm -hmm. everyone makes an excuse like, oh, nobody invites me. Mm -hmm. I never get asked Mm -hmm. to go somewhere. Nobody wants me there. And you would start to assume like, oh, it's me. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes me. But the reality is that's not the case most of the time. Most of the time, people actually do want to get to know you, but mm-hmm. they're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And they're going, I'm too nervous to ask yeah. you. And so what I found is that there. I remember a specific time where um, 
there was a group of girls that I was somewhat friends with starting to get to know Mm -hmm. in high school and they were like gonna go after to a coffee shop or something after school Mm -hmm. and I remember like them talking about talking and nobody was inviting me but I didn't know if like I was allowed to come like I didn't know so I Mm -hmm. I just asked one of the girls like hey would it be okay if I came along and they're like yeah totally we'd love to have you come and I was like so terrified to do that but it started a friendship that became a deep friendship and actually all three of those girls three of them were in my wedding as bridesmaids and it took me stepping out of my comfort zone and saying okay I'm gonna ask and if they say no it's okay Mm -hmm. but I'm just gonna ask and so Mm -hmm. I want to just even to women who maybe don't know where to start with mm-hmm. actually creating friendship, um, I want to encourage you to just invite somebody. Invite mm-hmm. them into your home for coffee. Yeah. Ask mm-hmm. them to go for a coffee date somewhere else. Ask them to go to a concert or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Just invite somebody to go along with you, something that you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Invite somebody into that and be the one to initiate because most likely it's not that they don't like you or they're rejecting you. It's actually a lot of times that they're afraid to ask you as mm-hmm. well. Well, and I think sometimes we live from a place of rejection. And mm-hmm. this really can be one of those examples where we're already pre-rejecting ourselves by mm-hmm. assuming that other people yeah. don't like us. Yeah. Or won't want to be with us, but really they're probably feeling the same thing in other areas. Mm-hmm. And just being someone who's risk, who will mm-hmm. take risks. Mm-hmm. And I, I've learned that because for ten years we used to travel and we used to go move to a different city every mm-hmm. three to six months. And I had to learn in that period mm-hmm. of time mm-hmm. that I need to take risks, otherwise I'm gonna be by myself. Absolutely, all the time. Yeah, and I'm not gonna wait, just sit around and wait for that person to call me yeah. or that person to reach yeah. out. And so I would just find different people. You know, and I would even pray, be like, God, highlight different people to me. I would find someone that I wanted to be friends with, or maybe even someone I wanted to learn from. Mm -hmm. So often it was women older than me. I would just be like, I like qualities in her life. I've got three months here. I'm going to befriend her and maybe, you know, grow. Mm -hmm. And so I would just reach out like, hey, could I ever come and hang out with you? Or Mm -hmm. like, do you mind? I've three kids, mm-hmm. you know, five, four kids, five kids, mm-hmm. whatever stage it was. And yeah. like, can I, you know, do you mind if I come hang out with yeah. you or just maybe grab a coffee or something? Yeah. I would just love to glean and learn mm-hmm. from your life. And I did that a lot. And I gained a lot of amazing friends over mm-hmm. the years of all different spheres That's too. So, so cool. it's not always the friends that you think you're going to click with. Totally. And a really cool thing, just, just another note on this is that, you know, loneliness you know, sometimes it, we, we have this picture in our mind of the type of people that we are going to connect with. And mm-hmm. I think the idea mm-hmm. even comes from high school, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. popular. My stereotypes. Yeah, I have this crowd of, t- of people. Mm-hmm. But when you give your life to the Lord, we're all part of the same family and our common ground then becomes Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I can be friends with all different kinds of people because our commonality is Jesus. And that yeah. just isn't to say mm-hmm. that I'm going to get along better or have, you know, um, an easier time getting along with certain types mm-hmm. of people, but really you can reach out to anybody and love, you know, that loves Jesus and, and really have a meaningful relationship with mm-hmm. them. And I think something just really practical. I love how we're talking practical. Mm-hmm. Something that I've done is before going into like having coffee with somebody or hanging out. And if I'm like, man, I just feel so tired. Like what do I have to give right yeah. now? Cause sometimes as moms or as students or whatever season of life, sometimes it's like, oh, do I have anything to give? Or, it's going to take a can, lot out of me. Yeah. And so I'll go into it and be like, what do I want to learn about them? 
like just really going in as a listener and as a learner and just having questions. You're really and, good at that And too. just mm-hmm. going into it and already having questions and already being like, what's the quality about about them that I want to ask them more about and maybe unpack or maybe a season of their life I want to learn about. So Mm -hmm. that's just something really practical is to kind of have a conversation in your head before going into it. And yeah, and think of it going really well instead of playing negative like real video yeah. reels in your mind of like Assuming. this is going to be so <laughs> yeah. revealing and hard and totally. I feel so insecure and and yeah. you're just shrinking yourself before yeah, you even like, walk in you're good. like I am nothing and then yeah. you're like hi yeah <laughs> but don't you think yeah. that sometimes you don't want to reach out to certain people because you're afraid like it's a vulnerability thing yeah. like you're afraid yes. of them seeing the real you yeah or they might reject oh you oh my yeah. gosh or maybe totally. I don't have it all together in every area because I had this struggle when I first was having kids it's like I can't invite anyone over look at this house yeah or can I have somebody in my dirty living room yeah my house is a mess you know like Mm -hmm. I didn't I haven't only made my kids hot dogs in the microwave for like three (laughs) days and you know they're wearing saggy diapers yeah Yeah. sometimes you know you can get some of that more together hopefully but but sometimes it's those are the friendships that really last is when people see see the the real you and it gives them permission to to yeah feel like they don't have to have it all together and that's actually a relief for them a lot of times like oh this is the real you okay I can let down my guard yeah I can be real with you too yeah yeah Yeah. so there's so much on loneliness that we can unpack and so much on just femininity Mm -hmm. comparison all this stuff but we hope that this encourages you today it gives you maybe some practical tools to help apply to the season you're in Um, but yeah we're just going to wrap up today and we just want to invite you to follow us on social media um, at she's capable on instagram and she's capable on facebook as well Um, as well as you can actually email us if you have questions thoughts anything uh, you can email us at uh, info at she's capable.com or if you want specifics on the podcast podcast at she'scapable.com so feel free to reach out to us we'd love to hear from you Um, but yeah thanks again for tuning in we'll see you guys next time see ya bye thanks for tuning in to the she's capable podcast please review us and if you like what you hear subscribe we also want to let you know that we have a free ebook out called becoming the best version of you to download this free ebook, follow the link in the episode notes below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.